Hey, good evening, everybody. Welcome back to the Six Rings King Show on a new night, Monday night now, baby. Uh, we're really excited, actually, to have uh, um, Eric McLean on the show here, college football analyst, co-host uh, of the Huddle. Coach! Yes! yes. All right! <laughs> First touchdown of the year. <laughs> Bobby Hurricanes. Yeah. You know the name already. It's Mercy. Ha ha. It's the Six Rick Kane Show. Can't forget the name, though. Got Jazz Blue Vision DJ break the game code. Ain't no changing up. Ain't no breaking up. We'll pull alive from the Hall Ride Stadium. Ball 14 for the orange and green. We see the Six Rick Champs. It's more than a dream. This is life on the field. Beyond 100 yards of hurricane. That's never still put a damage to the What's wrong with us? Seriously. What's wrong with us? We're Miami Hurricanes fans. Welcome to the Six Rings Cane Show, a show dedicated to Miami Hurricane sports, featuring the legendary Larry Bluestein, Jazz Santana, Vish, and Danny Gillette. Let's go Canes. Welcome back, everybody, to the Six Rings Cane Show. We haven't been on in, in, in a few weeks. I know everybody misses our ugly mugs. Um, I mean, we've been on, just not on a... Yeah, we haven't not, talked football in a couple yeah, weeks. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, listen, it's been a crazy crazy couple weeks for baseball. Uh, just a quick update. They have not announced a new head coach just yet. Uh, they're actually keeping it pretty close to the vest. We haven't heard. Yeah, surprisingly, uh, you know, for a uh, notoriously leaky uh, baseball yeah, program. Maybe Mario's yeah. running this, uh, this search. Yeah, maybe Mario's got the clips on the baseball program, too. <laughs> uh, so we'll, 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 we'll definitely bring that to you guys as soon as we – we hear something about that. So nothing yet. A couple more guys enter a transfer portal, but we'll talk about that at another time. Um, um, you know, we definitely want to talk about football tonight. You know, yeah, it's good. To, I will say it's good to be back on football. You know, we're yes, too much for the season. We've got, we've got news, right? We've got a lot of yeah, things. Got, things. Got news, and, and the season's coming up fast now. Yes, it is. It is. It's crazy. I was it just is. talking it's to a friend of mine now. Uh, I was just talking to a friend of mine now that we were trying to plan something in August. And I was like, okay, August is like the last time that I can really plan on a weekend, you know, unless it's an away game. So he was like, no. And I know he's one of my good friends. He is an FSU fan. I'm sorry about that. But he's like, he's just like, oh, I can't do anything that next weekend because um, I'm going to the FSU LSU game. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that's right around the corner of college football. It's crazy. So we got the um, the Miami versus Miami battle to open the season, too. I know. Like, that's (laughs) awesome. That's awesome. So. Definitely looking forward to that as well. But uh, without further ado, I mean, look, recruiting is starting to heat up big time. We had three people, three kids commit to Miami, whether it's through the transfer portal or uh, high school kids that have committed to the Canes within the last few uh, few weeks. Some big time prospects uh, that we'll talk about. Uh, Demetrius Freeney at a JUCO San Mateo. Junior College, the number two defensive back in the country. Guess who the number one defensive back in the country in JUCO is? His counterpart, <laughs> who's right on the other side. Uh, but he's still got to play one more one more year. If you heard, uh, if you watched the Flow Show yet last night, um, uh, Freeney was actually on the show talking about it a little bit. So uh, he 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 committed a big time uh, a corner. Obviously, at a position that we definitely need there, uh, specifically with. The departure of uh, of Terry Roberts, who lasted a whole three months here, it seemed like, and uh, he's gone now. So bringing a guy that could 
probably start right away, let's be honest. So we'll talk about that. We will talk about um, the other guy that we just picked up recently, a linebacker, uh, K.J. Cloyd, who's a transfer portal kid out of Louisville, um, a veteran experience. Hasn't played a lot because he's been injured, but uh, he's a kid that could come in and, and potentially vie for one of those starting positions as well. And then you've got another linebacker, big-time linebacker slash safety, four-star prospect, high school kid, Cameron, Cameron, a.k.a. Bobby Pruitt. Um, who blue knows blue knows a lot about as well so we'll get it we'll get into those guys and some of the other players that were here on business this past weekend and coming up one of the biggest weekends that's coming up in in uh, in recruiting for the hurricanes this year this is a, this is a very a very important recruiting period recruiting time for Mario Cristobal and his staff to land some of these big time prospects as blue we mentioned you mentioned offline you know, something like five of the top ten players in the country have been have either been here this past weekend or coming next weekend. We call it, you know, a lot of people call it the Justin Scott weekend next weekend. So, uh, a lot to a lot to cover, a lot to cover this uh, uh, tonight, and uh, I'm excited about it. Before we start, maybe we should just go ahead and give a shout out to uh, to our. See, I'm ready today, bro. I'm like on a roll, Vish. I'm ready. Uh, unfortunately, I'm not. But go ahead and start reading out price picks, and I'll get it open. <laughs> this is not, and I'm and I'm ready. Unbelievable! This is the first time for you guys, folks. Oh man! Uh, aside from the fact that we got on late because of my Cuban ass, but anyways, uh, PricePicks.com. Check them out. Uh, it'll pop up on the screen now soon. Go to PricePicks.com when you log in. Sign up with the code five F I V E. They will match your initial deposit up to a hundred dollars. It's real simple to play. It's daily fantasy football or daily, daily fantasy simplified, really. You pick anywhere between two to five players, choose the over under on their individual categories, and win some money. Uh, big payouts, as it says there, 24 7 life support, fast and secure withdrawal. They've got it all for, for you guys. You can mix and match players from different teams, different leagues. You can do it all NFL, MLB, Formula One, hockey. You got it all on the under one roof. So make sure you check them out. Um, go to pricepicks.com, log in, sign up using the code 5FIVE, and they will match your initial deposit up to $100. Check them out. It's pricepicks.com. So we're going to get into what Vish knows best, recruiting. What's up, Tri? Hey, man, I'm, I'm actually texting you right now. <clears throat> so funny that I was texting Max at the same time that this show was about to start. Um, but uh, – for, for obvious purpose. Hey, if you want to come on, holler at us. We can you we can use you tonight, man. If you want to come on, go ahead and holler at us and and jump on. We'll send you the stream. We'll send. Yeah, you we stream. we started early and uh, DJ couldn't couldn't make it, so so yeah. we're down down one of our two recruiting experts. And I am I am not not a proper backfill. So no no no. But uh, <laughs> Max, if you want to pop on, man, go ahead and let me know. Uh, yeah. So Blue, we've got a big 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 recruiting weekend this past weekend. And uh, oh, Vish, go ahead and send Max the link. He just he just told me, yeah. Um, you know, and obviously we got some commits out of it also. But I want to talk about the commit from a couple weeks ago, or I, I guess last week, really. It was probably on Friday. Uh, let's talk about that first before the visits. Dwight Freeney. Uh, Dwight Freeney. Jesus Christ. Demetrius Freeney. I mean, we can use Dwight Freeney. Yeah, we can use a guy like Dwight <laughs> yeah, Freeney. Yeah, Dwight Freeney would be a good good player to add to, to, our, to our pass rusher. Thing. Oh, man, that would be awesome. Uh, Blue, what can you talk to us about uh, Demetrius Freeney, the JUCO defensive back out of San Mateo College over in, I, I, I want to say it's California, right? San Mateo, right. California. 
Yeah, I know he was uh, hopping on today on a flight to get over here. He's moving in and all that. So talk to me a little bit about him while we bring on Max. Um, Big time kid, Uh, obviously. um, You know, a guy that a lot of people kind of likened to Cormani McLean and his athletic ability. I had an opportunity to watch him and – uh, this is a good, you know, I, the whole thing is, is he's got three years of eligibility, um, you know, six, one, one eighty five. uh, you know, most importantly, I mean, this is a guy that, uh, can make plays downfield and, and, uh, Miami needs a player like this. I mean, to add to the arsenal that they already have. And as you mentioned, um, uh, he's, not a, not afraid to throw his body into plays. Uh, I just think he's loose hips, agile kid, uh, maybe in a safety bottle uh, body, but uh, uh, able to play corner. And I uh, watched, I watched several, excuse me, I watched several uh, clips of him, and um, I came away with the fact that this is a kid who, um, uh, who will be an asset right away. Uh, you know, I mean, he's he's that type of talent. Yeah, we. Uh... Uh, Max is Max Jones is out here on, on the show. What's going on, big dog? Yeah. Um, uh, we were talking about since we were talking about baseball a lot the last couple of weeks, you know, a lot of things has happened, have happened in, in football as well. Obviously, we mentioned that this this past weekend was a big recruiting weekend with some big time visits. Um, and then of course, the Justin Scott weekend coming up soon as well next weekend. So, a lot of big time prospects coming into Miami, uh, for the next few weeks. Talk to me a little bit, but I wanted to get, I wanted to get your take on Demetrius Freeney. I know a lot of people have talked about him ad nauseum already, uh, but you know, obviously a number two cornerback in your neck of the woods down there in, on the West Coast. Mm-hmm. Um, we all know if you saw the Flow Show last night, I did mention that the number one JUCO defensive back in the country is his counterpart, right? The guy on opposite of him. So, a lot of talent over there in that in that uh, in that DB room. For San Mateo, but uh, Demetrius Freeney, big time get for for the Hurricanes. I feel like a guy that can come in right away uh, and and really have an opportunity to start here um, at Miami. How do you feel about Freeney? I mean, I'm super high on him. I think he's a guy that can come in and compete for potentially a starting spot right away. Um, <laughs> you know, fortunately, he's getting on campus now, so he's going to be here throughout all of fall. Uh, but the thing I like the most about it, and, and Larry alluded to it as well, is the fact that he has three years of eligibility, which is major. Um, he's not going to be a guy that's only here for one year. Um, he, he's going to be here for a minimum of two. And, uh, you know, we continue to kind of stack and stack and stack that the, the young cornerback room that we have. Uh, and I'm, I'm just super ex- excited for his addition. Yeah, look, Vish, I, I know that. I know this is not your strong, so it does not matter. Sometimes I'm good with it. Sometimes I'm terrible with it as well. But look, it's a it's a position that I think we needed, right? We've got some young prospects there, but we also have some guys, you know, two or three guys that have departed. We don't know what we're gonna get out of some of the other guys that have transferred in. This is this is potentially a good, a really good pickup at a position that we're probably gonna need. Got someone to kind of solidify themselves as the guy, uh, you know, at cornerback like Stevenson did before, and the Mike Jacksons and the Corn Elders and so on and so forth. Is this that type of player for you? 
He has that potential. As Max said, it's not just a one-year thing. He's He's got plenty of years of eligibility left. But we know there was a need because that's what Terry Roberts was brought in for. Just didn't work. But we you don't go get a, a veteran out of the portal if you don't think you need a, have a need to fill. So we did that and then, you know, didn't didn't work. So this is also cleaning some of that up. Um, and with also brings a little bit longer-term play in. But, yeah, no, I think Terry Roberts initially, the idea was to bring him in the start. And – he didn't even really crack too deep and he transferred out. So I think this is just another, another bite at that, but this kid does have more upside and as a longer term play as well. So this is, you know, <laughs> made a mistake there with Roberts, but it seems to have self-corrected now into a better player at that position that can come in and help right away. So all in all, it's a really good positive change from, from out of a mistake there. So I, I think that, 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 position now seems a little bit stronger also obviously you've got Damari Brown who finally you know is is on campus already he's got his brother Devante you've got um uh, uh Daryl Porter Corey to Corey College Daryl Porter who looked good in the spring uh and and of course now you add a kid like uh, uh like this to 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 the team and you're talking about you know it, it looks like it's getting a little bit stronger in that position so a position that maybe we worried about a little bit going into to fall camp uh, looks pretty good, and of course you got some other kids that are that are coming in. I mean, you got Chris Graves and Jaden Harris and those guys as well. So you got a lot of talent now at that position. I think that uh, it's starting. Richard to- uh, from Vanderbilt as well. Oh, that's yeah. right. Uh, Jadeus, what's his Jadeus? Yeah, uh, Jadeus Richard, and um, who's the other kid? I'm missing another kid, but and I can't believe I am. Um, really good prospect. Jeez, today I'm I'm like. My, my thought process is, is all over the place. But anyways, um, yeah, it's a strong position now, and I think that it's looking good for the future as, as both, you know, you guys mentioned Vish and, 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 and Max is, is they're young and they can be developed and they can be here a while. They're not just kind of like one hitters and, and they're gone. So another kid that committed this past weekend, you know, uh, you're, you're starting to see some of these, you know, these higher-ranked players – uh, starting to come in and pull the trigger, Cameron Pruitt, another linebacker slash safety. I know he's being brought in to play linebacker. Long, lanky kid, six three, about two hundred pounds now. Uh, you know, played a little safety in, in high school, a linebacker, very versatile guy, p- potential like star player, I guess you would say. Well, I kind of wanted to get your thoughts on um, the Cameron Pruitt commit. Yeah. Um, I mean, you kind of kind of put it in a nutshell with the type of player that he is. Uh, if, if you see the way that Miami is is recruiting now, I mean, and it's just they're they're going for the they're going for the stars. I mean, there's no doubt about it. They they've got they've got the type of uh, players on board, and uh, in, in uh, the coaches that uh, you know that when they come in and you you look at a Pruitt. Uh, this is a this is a, a big time guy. You know, a couple of years ago, I remember that everybody was looking at him. I mean, you know, he he. I remember when he was younger. This was a guy that I I believe I was at a camp that he was at. I think when he was in the tenth grade, and um, they have been talking about him there. His athleticism. Um, yeah, no, I. There's nothing not to like about him, obviously, and. And like I said, you know, you take a look at what Miami's doing now, especially in their recruiting and and taking kids like that. I mean, it's I think it's important. I think it's important to, you know, to get a guy 
uh, who, who uh, you know, a, a guy with the size, a linebacker like that, a guy who, you know, I mean, he's, he's made an impact. I mean, you know, he's a physical kid. Um, uh, you know, I mean, he was recruited heavily by a lot of people. Um, and, uh, no, I, you know, he's six, three, he's 200 pounds, you know, he, he's got, he's agile enough to have played safety. Um, he's tough enough to play linebacker. He's like a hybrid type of kid. Um, but, uh, no, I, uh, there's nothing not to like, I mean, you know, I watch his, you know, I watch his film. I, I think the kid's got, you know, he's got a little bit of dog in him. He's, he's not going to back off. And, uh, that's exactly what Miami needs. You're on mute, Jess. Thank you. <laughs> uh, Max, is he a guy that is, you know, that Mario and the staff and Lance Gidry and, and, and Dean Nicholson and, and, and the rest of the staff is kind of looking at, uh, as Blue mentioned, right, a potential hybrid style player where he plays like the star, where he can cover, but he can also, you know, he can also rush the passer. Um, he can, you know, he can he can play on the line. I mean, he's six three, two hundred now, and he's you know he's still in high school, obviously. So he's gonna he's right. gonna grow into that frame. How much growing is he gonna do? I, I know I heard so, uh, what's his name Solo mentioned that you know the first guy he thinks about is like a James Williams type of guy. What what type of player are we getting with Pruitt? Uh, being that you know he's that size right right now, and he's projected as a linebacker. I guess you would say. Yeah, I would say he's he's more he's going to be more of a traditional linebacker. I could see him playing some star, um, but what you're getting is something that's super important to our staff, which is a knockback tackler. He's not just going to wrap you up. He's gonna he's gonna make you go backwards, um, and that's something that the staff's looking for a lot. And he's going to bring that to the table, which is something that they need. So um, he's one of the hardest hitting linebackers in the country, in my opinion. I've watched a lot of linebacker film, a lot of safety film. Um, and those are typically, you know, the hardest hitters right there. And I would say he's at the top of the list. Um, so what you're getting out of out of him is a, a rangy safety that's going to be playing down in the box. The position, you know, Concrete had said a lot of people wanted James Williams, want James Williams to be in the box. Um, and, and you might be seeing that with Pruitt or you're going to be seeing that with Pruitt where he's primarily going to be playing in the box, uh, but but does have that range at safety. Uh, but I expect him to get to, you know, 220, 225, maybe 230 by the time he's done here and, and mold into a more traditional linebacker. Nice. Um, I'll kind of round it out with K, uh, KJ Cloyd, who's the uh, the transfer portal kid that we just uh, we just picked up out of Louisville. Obviously, you know, been around for a little bit, so has, you know, that type of experience. However, doesn't have a lot of snaps under his belt. He's been injured quite a bit. He had, you know, serious, really serious injury in his shoulder. Uh, and but, I mean, if you look at him, he's another kid, right? Size, size, six two, two thirty. You know, big. You know, linebacker. He's ready to go. He's ready to come in and, and produce right away. And I know he's going to try to, you know, snatch one of those starting positions along with Kiko Malagoa. Uh, I'm going to go the other way around, Max. I'm going to start with you on this. Here you go. Here you got a guy who is, you know, a little bit more, you know, a little older, right? A veteran presence there. 
hasn't played much, but can come in, right? Uh, as I believe you might have mentioned this, that he was in his spring game at Louisville, he was a starter. He was starting mm-hmm. already at linebacker before he decided to move on. Uh, you know, was talking about transferring to Ole Miss, but because of obviously his coach, Derek Nicholson, who's now um, at Miami, you know, he pulled the trigger on Miami and, you know, decided to come this way, which is really exciting uh, to hear. But now you're talking about, listen, look at that linebacker room, right? You got everybody that's, you know, Kiko's, what, 6'2", 6'3", 2, you know, 2, what, 30, 240. Uh, he's a big dude. You got even the young guns, right? Malik Bryant and Popo and uh, Pulliam, 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 I'm sorry, Pulliam. All of them, 220, 230 already. Mm-hmm. And now you bring in another guy like Cloyd, who's going to be 230, who is 230. Uh, Wes is about 220, 230 as well. So, this is a type of linebacker room that I'm sure Mario envisioned here last year. I, I, I didn't even mention Chase. Chase is probably at 230 already as well. Oh, I saw a picture of Chase recently. Yeah, he looks maybe oh, 240, right? <laughs> oh my lord! You know, <laughs> so, you know, another big guy, another big guy. And then look, I know we haven't talked about him much, but Blue's favorite player is still on the on the team too, and he was a leading tackler last year, and he's. 215, 220 as well, maybe even bigger. Uh, you know, you still got Corey Flagg there as well. So now you're talking about a nice sized linebacker room. This is what Mario wanted. How do you feel that Cloyd fits into this room? Does he have an opportunity? Does he have a shot to, to, to get some significant playing time? Yeah, I think he definitely has the chance to start. I mean, Nicholson brought him in, right? So clearly he valued him and liked him over at Louisville. Uh, you know, the injury history is definitely something to talk about. I mean, I heard that it was so bad he almost had to have, like, one of his arms amputated because of a nerve in his neck with his shoulder. And, I mean, it was, like, really, really bad. So, um, you know, thank, thankfully he's he's still able to play football, uh, first off. Uh, and second off, you know, he he's 6'3", 220, like, or 230, like you said. I heard he runs a 4'4", so he's really athletic. He has a 39-inch vertical as well. So he's he's just an absolute freak athlete. He played well in the spring game for Louisville. Obviously, <laughs> we're starting like you had mentioned. Um, but he brings, you know, some experience where we're – we don't have a ton, right? You know, besides, besides Kiko and Flag, you know, Keontre Smith played a decent amount. But that that's pretty much it from an experience perspective. And, you know, everybody complains about, oh, we have no depth on our team. And, and then we go out and get a guy that, that can com- provide depth or maybe even start. And we still have the fan base complaining. So um, it just doesn't make a lot of sense to me. But I think I think he has a, an opportunity to, to play a lot of snaps this year. And that's what Kings fans do. You know that, man. We're never, we're it drives never me nuts. We're never satisfied with anything. You get, if you if we ever win the Natty again, okay, when we win the Natty again, <laughs> if we don't, if we don't win by more than ten points, then they're gonna complain. Hey, I mean, I can't believe we only beat that team by ten. It's always they're always gonna find something. All right? People complain about the Rose Bowl. Yeah, I mean, thirty-four we, to fourteen at the half. Why did we take the take the phone? Yeah, well, we could have we should have scored fifty-seven. Get out of here! Stop. Those are those are those are. I feel like there'll at least be some grace period because uh, it's been it's been a bit now. So <laughs> maybe they won't. Maybe they won't. Um, Blue and, I, and I'll get you take on this also, Vish. But Blue, uh, you know, he was mentioning. Uh, we keep mentioning size, and now we're mentioning depth as well. 
You're right. talking about, you know, six or seven or eight linebackers on this team now that, you know, you look back a year or two ago and you're like, where was this? Not only where was this depth, but where was this potential talent on this team? You know, after after Pickney and Quarterman and, and those, you know, those guys kind of left, you really didn't see that for a few years. Now you're starting to build that that position back up. And we know that when Miami is good, the front seven is is kick ass. Is does this have potential to be that? And how how does KJ Cloyd fit into that? What do you like about him? Well, it definitely does. I, I just think that, you know, uh, the thing that probably wasn't appealing to Cloyd is um the fact that Ron English runs a uh, runs a four two five, and they just brought in the kid um, uh, Brown from Oregon. They got uh, uh, Stanquan Clark from down at Miami Central. Uh, uh, you know, and and guys like that. You know, he probably felt that he was going to get squeezed out for playing time, and um, and I think that the very fact that you know you come down. To, to South Florida and they run a completely different defense. I think that was appealing to him. And I would think that he would have, will get a lot more playing time here than he had an opportunity to, you know, to get on their Jeff Brahms team. I would think, I mean, you know, because like I said, when you run that type of defensive scheme, I mean, you, you're going to go three, maybe four deep and that's it. You know, they're not going to be able to, you know, play five and six linebackers unless you get somebody outside or they come down. And uh, as you mentioned, I mean, he's fast. Um, he hits like a truck. But I just think that with the injury that he had or the injuries that he had and and the very fact that um, Louisville didn't really run the scheme uh, that, that probably fit him. I mean, he would have gotten playing time, but I don't think extensive. I just think that when you look at Brown, Brown's a stud. He's going to come in and he's going to be a beast. And then we saw what Stan Quan Clark can do. Um, very athletic kid, even though he's a freshman, he got in early and he, he you know, saw some extensive playing time in the spring. But uh, yeah, he definitely is going to, I mean, it's like what we, we talked about in our last show. You look at the, uh, the roster on June the 12th of 2022 and you look at it on June 12th of 2023, it's night and day. I mean, it's night and day frontline players, night and day depth. And uh, Cloyd is one of those guys. I think that adds only adds to, you know, the change of the roster, which drastically needed to happen. Vish, I mean, look, this is another, you know, another nice pickup at that position where, you know, I know kind of Blue and Max already kind of went through how important it is uh, to bring in another guy like that, another piece that could potentially start, get more playing time, add some depth, add some experience. The linebacker position is starting to look really nice right now, and you're talking about some big-time guys that can come in that can, that can not only tackle, but they're going to lay people out. They're going to kind of, you know, instill that fear that you need at, at the linebacker position uh, for the opposing offenses to, to, to come in and kind of, you know, take a step back and say, hold on, you know, maybe have to change the way they do things. And that ultimately is going to help that defense be better. Yeah. And, and this is just another step, as Blue said, in that process of trying to build the program back up. And, and I mean, I hate to just say this right away, but not all the names you list are going to work out. So, sure. so this is how, this is why you have depth, right? I think we tend to go, Oh, we've got, 
a starter were good or we got too deep and then you know someone gets injured the backup's actually not fitting the system well or whatever next thing you know you're playing walk-ons which we've done pretty significantly the last few years so i think you can't have enough depth there and then also i think one of the things we've kind of not talked a lot about though because because i think we're we all in all we're, we're happy with the changes made to our coaching staff over the summer or over the off season but um these are new systems here too. So as, as we kind of try to run Gidry's defense, some of the players that looked really good last year might not acclimate as well, right? You've got to have options there. You can't just play players, you know, that aren't, aren't delivering. And this is another kind of building block to your point, jazz, all the depth at linebacker, you know, the best guy, like he says, going to be a lot of competition for those starting spots. That's what you need. Um, you need also you need tolerance for injuries. We've kind of built that in as well, especially the physical brand Mario wants to play in the type of players he's he's bringing in. You know, sometimes you you, you deliver it, sometimes that you receive it. So I, so I think this is all just part of that process. And and as was mentioned already, Nicholson knows him obviously well from Louisville. So and I'm sure that that helped bring him in. And also I'm sure they have a very good idea of how they plan to use him because while well, he hasn't seen the field as much as you would think for someone who's been in college that long because of his injuries. You know, Nicholson's seen a ton of him in practice. He'll know exactly what the player we're getting. And I, I think that's a positive sign as well there that that there's that relationship there because Nicholson went to go get him and he wanted to come play with with his old coach. So I think that's that's all positive. But we're going to see how this shakes out because there's going to be a lot of competition there. And Yeah, you also got Rocky Shelton. I forgot to mention him. I know that he's not mentioned too much because – you know, he's a graduate transfer and he's been he has out. 11 degrees. Is that yeah. why he's not, uh, you know, but yeah, he's been really, out, I don't like those educated people. So, um, <laughs> yeah, right. He's one of the smaller guys, right. As far as statures, you know, he's a shorter guy, but he's a thumper as well, you know, and a good ball player. Yeah. So, uh, this is, this is the last question I will ask about this specific topic. I'll go to Max. Max, we, we keep talking about depth at linebacker. We keep talking about, you know, bringing in all these guys. There's still potential that some of the guys could be kind of leaving as well, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very it's very possible yeah. that yeah. some of the guys transfer out after the beginning of fall because they realize they're not going to play at all. Right. Um, you know, obviously they wouldn't be able to play during the season. Um, you could also see some guys defect after summer workouts. Um, so it, it's still a possibility that all the guys we have on our roster aren't going to be here. I, I would be surprised if there there weren't a couple more transfers out by the by the time the season starts. Can they can can they still enter a transfer portal at this time now? Right? No, unless they're graduates. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. The Six Rig King Show. Yeah. The Six Rig King Show. Yeah. The Six Rings King Show. <laughs> you know. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.